0: What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Matt of the band Caskets over Zoom video. Matt was born and raised in Sheffield in England and talks about how he got into music. He grew up always as a music fan, but didn't start to play guitar until he was about 13, 14 years old. He was really into soccer, but he found this nylon string acoustic guitar and only had three strings on it. And he sat there all day and figured out how to play Wake Me Up When September Ends, just the intro to that Green Day song. And at that point, he ran to his mom and said, you need to get me a guitar and I'll leave you alone. I'll spend all my day in in my bedroom playing guitar. And that's what he did. He didn't really start singing until he was 17 years old. He talks about the first bands he was in. He moved to Leeds to attend college and university. That's where he met the rest of the guys in Caskets. He talked about auditioning to join their band. The legal dispute they're in with the first name of the band. Changing it then to Caskets. We hear about the release of their first EP, getting signed to Sharp Tone Records. Matt talks about recording their first album, Lost Souls, in a shed in the backyard of one of the guys in the band because coronavirus happened. And they had these demos ready, but they couldn't record, obviously. So they uh, recorded in a shed. So we talked about that. We hear about the success of that first album and all about the new album they're releasing called Reflection. You can watch our interview with Matt on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review.
1: We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We're bringing it backwards with caskets. I'm fantastic. I appreciate you doing this today. Thank you so much. No, no, you're good, man. you good. Uh, I'm Adam, by the way, and this is about you and uh, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the album coming out next month.
1: Dope, man! Sounds good. Sounds good.
0: Wait, um, so first off, are you? F- I did see, I believe, the bands from Leeds. Are you from Leeds? Or yeah,
1: no, no. no. It's <laughs> like the band, <laughs> the band's based from Leeds, but I live. Um, I only live about 20, 20 minutes away or so now, so it's basic Leeds. But when we started the band, I lived. I'm from like Sheffield area which is okay. about an, an hour away. So yeah, it's not not too far away. Okay. And that's where you grew up, Sheffield, born and raised? Yeah, 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 around that area, yeah. Okay. Like, well, a, a little town called Worksop, but it's that's about about 10 minutes away from Sheffield, something like that.
0: Okay. And so small town,
1: what was that like? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, small town. I mean, I lived like in a we moved we moved around quite a bit when I was a kid, um but like not not very far so uh-huh. i lived in like a group in workshop and then i moved to like little villages around the area like one called clown which is a weird name <laughs> um one called Cresswell. so yeah yeah i've just been in and around that area until like not not really that long ago i moved moved away like probably probably a year ago if that now okay. um but yeah man it was a crazy time it was uh it was a time when, like, e- especially when like the emo phase was going on. You was either in my town, you was either uh, an emo, loved rock, or you was like what we call a chav, like that just loved like I know like drum and bass and 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 stuff like that. So there okay. was, um, yeah, that's that's basically all all that was going on in my in my time when I was a kid. Either sports or those different types of music. To be fair,
0: that's cool that emo became such a a staple there. I mean, that's the music mm. I grew up on was like that scene of obviously like all those bands. And it's wild to see now just like the big festivals and like kind of this research, like this resurgence of like that style of music. I mean, I remember seeing like taking back Sunday play to like 12 people and then now they're like headlining, right. you know, massive yeah. festival. And it's just wild to see kind of like how it's really blown up, even you know, again, I guess is the point. But like yeah, you know, yeah, that like, being a scene where you grew up, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it feels like it's come around like full circle, doesn't it? Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It was, uh, it was. Thank, thank, thanks to that type of scene. That's what like got me into learning how to play guitar and getting into singing and stuff like that. Because before that, I was just a little sports nut. I just loved playing football and athletics and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, music kind of took over my life when I was like 13, 14, and I just carried on from there.
0: Okay. And what about uh a musical household or anything like that? Do you come from like a creative, artistic musical house at all?
1: Yeah. Um so my mum's a singer and oh, my, wow. my and my older sister's a, a singer as well. Um, but they never like they they didn't like try and pursue it like professionally or 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 anything like that. My mum didn't anyway because she ended up having us little little nutters. so okay <laughs> um, so yeah my sisters my sisters like got got her own got her own thing going on and stuff but yeah um one of my one of my old stepdads he he played a lot of guitar um that's kind of where i started getting into music first like when i was like eight or nine i used to watch him play like acoustic guitar and stuff like that i used to listen to a lot of like the um, the eagles and 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 stuff like that and then uh and then we kind of moved away. I moved away from that. I went back into like athletics, and I tried like tried doing like some running and stuff like that. But I have asthma, so that was a stupid idea for in, in the first place. I guess to be fair, um, yeah. And then and then like got into secondary school, made some friends, and started getting into like you know like Green Day and Blink and stuff oh, sure. like that. Uh, yeah, and then like it sort of manifested from there.
0: Okay, and was that what kind of drew you back into like wanting to what play guitar? I mean, it sounds like you were watching uh, your stepdad play, but you weren't doing it at that point. And then you what started picking
1: it up later? Yeah, no, no, no. I, I like I didn't even really like even think about music when I was really young. I was just obsessed with sports and football. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up like hearing him play a lot, a lot of guitar. Just acoustic stuff and stuff like that. But then when him and him and my mum split up, I kind of moved away from that. I then again and got back into sports. Um but then weirdly enough, I, I was like 13, 14, I found like an old, like it it was it was very old, like um nylon stringed um, acoustic guitar, but it only had three strings on it. Um so I found that in our in our attic. And I brought that down and sat in the middle of my bedroom for like three, four hours, just trying to learn. You know, they'll wake me up when September ends. Oh yeah. And sat there <laughs> for hours, dude, just trying to find that. And I eventually found it. And then I was hooked after that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I like, I immediately ordered my mum to get me a guitar. So I was like, please, for the love of God, get me a guitar. I'll be out of your hair like you'll not hear anything from me you know you'll absolutely love it just get me a guitar and and yeah you can act- I'll lock
0: myself in my room and yeah, I'll yeah, learn yeah, yeah, how yeah. to play all these green day songs.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 you don't have to worry about me whatsoever. Um and that's basically <laughs> what happened man for like another 4 years after that I was in my room just just playing guitar. Um but yeah I didn't start singing until I was like 17 16 17 something like that.
0: Okay, well, real quick, just on that three-string guitar, what strings did it have? Did it actually have, like, the three, like, power chords?
1: No, it had the, yeah, oh. yeah, I'd like, oh, my God, my brain right now, e, Oh, eight. good. I can't even remember, dude, right now. I didn't know, but at
0: least if you had the power chord, you could kind of play like almost every song ever written, you know what I mean? Like, if you (laughs) had like, it
1: only only had like those three strings on to play it to play them first few, them first few. Green yeah 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 but when i learned it i it was just like because it's played on three strings but i learned it on like two strings at the start so it's the same note on the first two And then took another fucking three hours to find to find the next note <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Uh, you're like maybe this note is on a, qu- a string <laughs> i don't
1: own <laughs> <It's here> somewhere. <laughs> uh.
0: Oh, that's funny. So, but when you get the actual guitar, then it was kind of off to the races as far as wanting to play and just continuing to to continue to play.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We couldn't like we didn't have a lot of money or anything like when I was a kid, so I couldn't afford any like guitar lessons or anything like that. So I just I just used to play like I just used to get an album like American Idiot or something like that, and I just play it over and over and over and over again, and just try and try and learn every song on guitar. And like wow. over the years, I think I learned how to, I'll, you know, I've got a, I've got an all right ear. I've not got an amazing one, but I've got an all right one. So, yeah, pretty simple, simplistic, like guitar tunes like Green Day and, Bl- and Blink and stuff like that. I, yeah. Came to me pretty quick. Yeah. And then that was it. I just wanted to be a musician after that. Like, I didn't care about anything else. You
0: said at 17 when you is when you first started to sing, was that uh, when you started to write your own songs or were you like trying to sing along now to like you know, whatever, American Idiot
1: or something like that. So, like, when I was 17, I think I was about 17, that was the first time I ever sang in front of anyone. Um, Okay. I, like, used to, like, everyone, you know, like, sing in the bedroom and and, and in the shower and stuff like that. But I can remember when I was a kid, when I was really young, we used to sit in assembly at school, and we used to have to sing hymns and stuff like that. Mm. I used to sit sit there and think, like, I sound really different to everyone else. when I Because everyone else is like... Do, do you know what i mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Notes and stuff i didn't even realize i was doing it um but yeah i never i never thought about being a singer or anything like that at all not even not even up until like probably 16 or so like i start i like so i started playing loads of guitar but it was always electric guitar and stuff like that and then when i hit like 15 16 i started playing a lot more acoustic guitar Mm -hmm. and then that's that's when i started trying to write my own songs and and stuff like that um so yeah then i thought then i thought i just i went to a jam night one night and it was like across the road from my old house in this pub and i thought why not just get up and try and sing a song so i tried it and yeah man i've been singing ever since (laughs) wow did you do an original no it was a green day song i think i think it was time of your life i think going back like 15 it, years or man like no, yeah i'm just curious so yeah so go, <laughs> like okay this is i like this yeah man it was the scariest but best thing I'd, I'd ever done up to that point it was it was even though there was only probably like i don't know like six people in that pub or something like that like yeah it was it it was it completely changed my whole like direction of life to be fair
0: yeah yeah wow okay and with that like did you at that point you were like okay i want to start a band like did you have other friends uh, in your hometown that were playing uh, instruments at all or
1: uh, you- no man not really not not until i went to college when i was like 18 19. Okay. Um, i went to college to study music so, like once i started doing a lot of acoustic music i did like a few like little local shows and stuff like that and I was like I want to learn more about this industry and stuff do you know what I mean so I went to college to to study music and then and and then that's where I met um that's where I met like the the people that I first started a band with um about a year later that didn't really that obviously didn't didn't come come to fruition has to say um okay, and then so yeah. you started
0: a band when you were in college and then it just what so kind yeah, of phased we out or fizzled
1: yeah, out and, yeah we, did, we didn't we we were, we were kids dude like we right we had no um, knowledge of the music and or anything like that we didn't know what what we were doing do you know what i mean so we just like wrote some songs played a, played a few shows but that was it um and then when i went to university to do music i i like quit like after six months because it was just completely different to what i was expecting and yeah it would just quit university or you quit yeah i quit no I, i i quit university um the band had already split up like before i even quit college it didn't really go anywhere and then i went to university to study music and it was just uh yeah i just i just wasn't into that type of thing it wasn't it was ruining the the turning like what I love like which is listening to music and turning it into zeros and ones and in the mathematics of music and the science it's just like I don't want to know about you know like the (laughs) the best way to write a pop song and the formulas and shit like that I, I I don't care about that so I was like I'm not wasting like thousands of pounds a year to study this so
0: right and it's not like they're gonna teach you the formula of writing a pop song and you're like okay i've got the formula so now i'm gonna graduate and then you're like and then they're gonna guarantee that you're gonna write a hit you know what i mean you're like okay i've got the knowledge here's the next you know i'll give i'm gonna give this song to ariana grande you know what i mean it's like (laughs) never like
1: that's not how it (laughs) ends but yeah it, it just it just wasn't for me so they're like that kind of killed my love for music for years like I, I wasn't in a band or anything for a while and then like when i was like what 26 like f- about five years ago now um i met i met up back up with like chris and benji who had come to who i'd met previously for at a, at a show mm. um and he asked me whether i wanted to join the band um because he just started a band and they just released an EP or they were just about to, they released an, uh, their first song. It went down really well. And then all of a sudden their vocalist just upped and left. Like, um, Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a bit weird, a bit of a weird situation for them, I think. But um, yeah. So they asked me if I wanted to audition for the band. I did. They they obviously, thankfully let me in. Um, but then we decided to like, just start afresh. So new name, stuff like that. Um, yeah. And that that's, that's, that's how I met the boys, man. And that was like five years of like two, been like late 2017, I think now.
0: Okay. So they had a band and then you joined it. It was that the band that I I I just saw something online. Like you guys weren't called uh Caskets at that point, right? Or were you?
1: No, when when you we joined. Start, no, no, no. When we started the band, we we named it Captives yeah but but before that the band was called fault lines but there was only like there was only chris and benji in out of that band that are now in this band got it okay Yeah, yeah 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 um so so yeah we just decided to to start afresh and then kick the band off everything went really well did our first ep um signed to short tone did our first album and then like you know um Next thing we know, we get we get we are getting a cease and desist from some band in Australia because we have the same name. So that was a nightmare, dude. Absolutely. Oh, like, oh,
0: so you already had what Ghost like you out in the first album or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We I don't think the first album had been released yet, but we definitely released singles off the first album because we was on the set of the lost in echoes music video when we first found out from our manager that we'd had a cease and desist put, put up against us. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a nightmare dude. And we were going to, we, we decided like, we're going to fight this, like, cause we looked, we liked the name and you know, we didn't think it was fair basically, but legal on a league legally, we didn't have a, have a leg to stand on. Um, so it was like, we either try and fight this and go, disappear for a year uh, we won't be allowed to like release any music until it's until it's all done with, or we just bite the bullet and change the name. Um, oh my and, yeah, gosh! Just, like, we'll it's funny. I just change the name. Just say just. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: well, I mean, this band is the, the captive is really they're doing things. I don't know if yeah. you know this. I mean, yeah. I mean, they got currently on Spotify. They're racking up uh 1,826 monthly listeners.
1: I'm just kidding. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it, dude. Like, they went, they went to all that trouble. I'm just, like, yeah, yeah,
0: amount, I'm just like, fucking the amount, around. The amount,
1: <laughs> the amount, of money they must have had to spend on, like, uh, on their lawyer and stuff like that. Like, right? No, it's just funny. Like,
0: I look at their, yeah, their, their 1,000 monthly listeners. I'm like, but all right. And you go to you guys,
1: and it's just like. <laughs> Almost <Yeah>. two million. <laughs> it was a ridiculous situation to be to 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 go through, and I couldn't believe we were going through it. Do you know what I mean? like, "Well, I think they were trying to get a pretty penny out of you." That's my guess. May, maybe, but but we didn't have a we didn't have
0: a penny between us anyway like yeah they're probably like oh, okay this band game. signed you know <clears throat> you know change ching signs just, signed,
1: just it, signed like yeah
0: they're like we're gonna get you know we'll sell them this know. the name for
1: x millions of dollars <laughs> or whatever guess it got, i guess they got a bit of, bit of like i don't know they got a bit of press out of it yeah yeah but yeah, no, it, but yeah it was it was a crazy thing to go through in like such an early stage of our career um, but I'm glad we did go through it Because like it made it uh, To go through It was it crazy at the time Do you know what I mean? Like there were so many different things Happening behind the scenes That just make it create more crazier So the fact that we managed to get through it Like without anything bad happening Internally within the band Or mm-hmm. anything like that It made us like stronger as a group Do you know what I mean? And, right, no I mean- and, and and it's better to, to it's better to go through something like that early on in your career than at the height of your career or later on in your career. Because now we've gone through it, we know what how 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 that shit works now and what not to do and what to do and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so that's
0: well, okay. So you put
1: out that first EP. Like, how do
0: you end up like the band starts? Obviously, you said that their band before had a single out and it, it, people liked it, and then you guys reform in this new band. And then do you, like, right out the gate, uh, like, what's kind of the first thing? Like, do you put a single out and people, you know, receive it well? Or, like, what kind of started the band going? Especially when you were kind of burnt out on music, like, how did it end up being like, oh, no, I'm I'm back. Like, this is, I want to do this.
1: So once... Once I'd done the audition and I got in the band and, uh, and stuff like that, we decided, right, we're we're not gonna carry they was like, we're not there's no point in carrying on with this fault lines project. We're just that's dead in the water now. We're gonna start as captives, mm-hmm. new music and stuff like that. So Benji was then sending, sending demos through to me, and they were like, of the quality that I've never heard demos at. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. get like the first few demos to, and I'm like, holy shit, like this is. Insanely good, Do you know what I mean. And then my next, and then my next, my next thought was, what on earth are they going to think with the crap that I'm going to, I'm going to like sing over this? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, so, so the first track was, the first demo I ever got through was crashing down, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like, which is on the EP, which is probably one of, if not the heaviest songs we've ever done. Um, so yeah, we just, we just got to write in and started writing a, writing an EP. And just by the time we finished the EP, we sent that out to some management, um, management companies and um, mm-hmm. agencies. And then we, we heard back from Connor, who is our manager now. Um, and yeah, like we we struck up a friendship and we started working together. And then, yeah, it, it just it just fed from there, dude. Like we put out our first single, which was Ghost Like You, I believe. And quite a few ones after that on Dreambound, and that helped us massively at the start get get a, a little bit of traction going because they have quite a few followers on their YouTube account. So they just promote. Oh, is Dream- yeah what, what is Dreambound? So it's far. just
0: like a they. So they yeah they're artists.
1: just yeah they're just they're just like um they're like a page on YouTube or a company on YouTube, and they they help promote like young and up like young and new and upcoming bands and 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 stuff like that and they have quite a good following so so yeah we just put put ourselves thankfully they 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 took us on that and we released a few singles off that which did really well um and yeah man we just managed to gain a bit of traction we released ep we did a tour with hands like houses like a a uk and eu tour and then we were doing really well man like and then we was just about to we just got all the demos ready for the first album, the Lost Souls album. We were about to go into into the studio a few months later. And then the pandemic hits. Um, and then that stopped us dead in our tracks, man. Like we we got locked down on my birthday, bro. Like, oh man. My, I'm, I can't remember if it was my 29th or my like, no, like my 29th birthday and you know, all like It was I was fucked off, dude. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was fucked off. But but yeah, it was meant to go into the studio like a few months after that. So we couldn't do that. Um, so we ended up recording first album in a shed in in chris's back garden apart no from no way yeah, okay every, every, everything else yeah
0: well okay so the yeah you had some momentum obviously with that first ep and you guys are touring and and things are going and then it's your birthday yeah i'm 29 and then nope you're not leaving the house but you had all the songs 29. oh yeah so that the songs are there um how long into the pandemic are you like let's figure this out we need to record the album
1: well, we knew, we knew instantly that the as, as soon as the pandemic hit, mm. we knew instantly it was like, right, we're in the shit now. Like, what, <laughs> what, 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 what are we gonna do? Um, but Chris, Chris had already already had this shed in his back garden, and like he already kitted it out. So it's got just about everything in it you'd need to 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 be able to to write and record music. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like we've yeah. Built a lot- local booth in the corner and oh, wow. uh, stuff like that. I'm sure that this pictures online somewhere. I'm sure there is. Um, but yeah, it was wild, dude. So like when we got locked down, after like a I can't remember how, after how long, but we ended up getting like a two-week period where we could go out and do whatever again. Can you remember? And then we like got locked down again.
0: Right, right, it right. It was all right
1: to go out again. So in all in those periods where we could go out and see people or whatever, we was going to the shed to record to record the, the album. Um so yeah, it was nuts, man. Having to do that, and then all the social distancing and and and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was a nightmare, dude. An absolute nightmare. Not not the most ideal experience to have doing your first ever album. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, and had you signed to uh, the to Sharp
1: Town at that point, or no? We we'd signed the contracts as as we was doing the album, but uh, okay. And, my brain's not amazing. Um, no, no, no. It's all good. I, don't, I was just I don't, curious. I, I, don't, like, I don't think it got announced until until after we finished doing the album, but before it had been released.
0: But, yeah, I mean, to have that momentum going and, like, have the demos ready and then the pandemic happens, I mean, that was kind of the livelihood, right? I mean, okay, we got this deal and we're going to tour. And then, like, you might, at that point, no one knew what the hell was going on. Like, are is touring ever going to happen again? I mean, that must have been pretty defeating i mean that was like kind of mm-hmm. it finally was going for you guys and then it was like nope yeah
1: it <laughs> yeah. was it was yeah man it, it wasn't nice do you know what i mean but we knew I, I i didn't i never sat and dwelled on it or anything like that because i knew every, everyone else was in the same kind of situation do you know what i mean if not even worse for bigger artists who actually make an actual living off it do you know what i mean and their livelihoods depend on 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 doing their job do you, do you know what I mean it's it's yeah, not yeah. like we're, we're just a small band that just that just got signed so it's not like oh that's it like like I I still I still had a job at the time do you know what I mean we're working in a hospital and stuff so oh wow you're probably yeah. busy in the hospital <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I'm not like a doctor or, it wasn't like a doctor Ugh. or anything like that but but yeah, like um, I was lucky, so it's that I could still go to work and stuff. But you know, people people had to had to find other ways of making a making a living through the pandemic, especially musicians and stuff. So I was lucky on that front. But yeah, it stopped us in our tracks, man. And and because of that, we we didn't we wasn't able to tour that album whatsoever. Do you know what I mean? We Uh-oh, did two. Wow. Yeah, we did two headline headline release shows. Um, and that was it, man. Like, like, so yeah, it was, it was pretty shit, dude. But, but, you know, I, th- I think a lot, a lot, a lot of musicians and people in, in the music industry had it a lot more, a, a lot more rough than we did.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, but oh, wow. So that Lost Souls album was, was it all then engineered and recorded by you guys?
1: Or did you uh, no, hire yeah, no. like a
0: producer or somebody to come in Yeah, the yeah, shed? yeah, man. Oh, okay. uh, We,
1: we, we hired, we hired Dan Weller um who's done like holiday absence and shikari cody frost oh, wow uh, he's, he was also the guitarist in a band called sixth uh,
0: oh yeah, yeah i do know the name yeah yeah okay. a
1: guitarist in sixth that guy's god dude like a new <laughs> mu- fucking musical god i'm telling you like his ear is amazing um so yeah we we got the opportunity to work with dan and we took that up straight away um and yeah, he was he was beautifully ruthless with us. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He like listened to all the demos. He's like, "This is good. This is good. This is good. This can be worked on. This is this is not good enough." Do you know what I mean? And yeah, we stripped everything down to its bare bones and completely like re all basically. And without his help and and some other people on the album, I man, it wouldn't have been nowhere near as to the standard as 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 to what I believe it is
0: yeah it's a great record i mean and a lot of people uh, agree with me with that and so once you said you can only do a couple shows i mean obviously like some headliners with that because of the situation Uh, but when it goes when it comes to this new album uh were these songs written like were you i mean once the album's done was it like okay we're gonna go into this or were you writing some of the new songs during the process of recording the album because there had been so much time lapse in between or yeah. like tell me about going into this album kind of man,
1: like kind of like so so by the time that like our album come out i think like most of lockdown and i think we were still in lockdown but we weren't in lockdown for much longer uh-huh. we, i can't remember um but yeah as soon as the album released we started touring again not not long after that um and no dude like we didn't We started slowly right like starting to write demos probably like three or four months after the first album came out. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't because we were touring so much, um, it wasn't something that we could have committed ourselves to thoroughly for a long period of time. So whenever we was like back back home from touring, we was like nailing like like as many demos down as we could, and then we go back on tour and then we come back. Um so it was a completely different experience this this time round compared to the first album. Um and we had a lot less time to, to get the to get to get the demos ready. So by the time we by the time we was ready to go back into the studio, we had we had like probably 15, 16 demos, maybe 17, but we probably had like six full song demos ready. And the rest would be like intros versus choruses, you know, a few ideas here and there whereas with the first album we had like a good 22 23 demos or something like that um so yeah it was a lot more hands on deck way more um way more stressful in 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 the regards of that we had a lot less time to get to get the songs ready um for for like our first single release but for when guiding light was to come out so we knew that guy we knew from the very beginning as soon as we went into the art into the studio with dan to record the second album we knew very we knew very well by then that guiding light was going to be the first single okay because we we just felt it had that out of all the other demos we had at the time we felt like this has got the way back type of type type of vibe to it do you know what i mean yeah um, so yeah man like there was a there is an we we spent a good like two months or so in the studio on 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 this latest album <clears throat> so there was a lot of toing and throwing and thinking thinking right this is good this is good we're onto something here and then coming back a few days later and being like no nah, this is not good <laughs> like we need to change it um so yeah but also it was my first experience of being able to record an album in an actual studio environment as well so oh, wherever, yeah, yeah yeah wherever i looked there was like a piano there there was like f- in 10 guitars there like do you know what i mean like everything was it was at the tips of my fingers whereas in the first album was in a shed dude like right. so so yeah I, i'm very fortunate and, and blessed to have been able to go through that just that experience because you know millions of people had, on millions hundreds of thousands at least had killed killed to be in the position that i'm in do you know what i mean so so to be able to be sat there and be like, man, like I remember when I was a kid and I dreamt about like dreamt about this type of thing and now it's here. Like, so like um, but then but then I'm like, but I have literally not even five minutes to sit back and take it in because I have to like write three songs worth of lyrics in the next 24 hours. You know what I mean? So I best get my arse in gear. <laughs> um so it was it, was it was a lot of high moments and a, and some quite stressful and emotionally um impulsive low moments but yeah it was a it was a awesome experience to go through and i can't wait to do it again dude with that uh, i mean you're talking about
0: not being really able, but you're also <laughs> thinking like okay i i'm in a position that millions of people would kill to be in like does that kind of like uh translate into the lyrics of the music on this album i mean the album's called reflections i was just curious if if you were subconsciously pulling from you know, reflecting um, on, you know, maybe uh, the situation you guys as a band versus the first album.
1: I think a few songs. I mean, with 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 this album, it's with what the first album lyrically, like the lyrical content was more about me and myself and what, what I've kind of what I've had needed to say a lot through my life. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't really mm-hmm. sit there and talk to a therapist. I'd rather put it Write on paper it in, into yeah. a song, man. Do you know what I mean? So... That was that was me in the in the first album. Where, whereas this album, I wanted everyone else in the band to have as much input in everything as as, as much as I I did. So uh, we, do you know, what I mean, Benji and, and James, our drummer, have were coming to me with lyrics and ideas for for vocal melodies, which wasn't the case in the first album. Um, so I want I wanted this album to be a little piece of all of us, and the, like the reason why we called it Reflections was because like. I try and say I, can't, I can never say this right, but like each each song is a reflection upon upon something one of us have been through in the past. Do you know what I mean? So it's about oh, okay. something we've gone through or something we want to say about something we've been through. So that's the reason why why we called it Reflections. It's not really like a concept of the album, but it's kind of loosely. It's it kind of loosely based around.
0: Yeah, it's like a through line. The, to fact,
1: the, um, the fact that I want I, I want I wanted all of us to have to have a say in every aspect, basically. Um so yeah, that's yeah, it that's, sounds like what, it's definitely more
0: of a uh instead of you just being like, Okay, this is my personal experience and writing the lyrics to whatever all the songs were, you know what I mean? Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like you you got input and then you could kind of help tell the story of Ben, whatever yeah, ex- Benji was saying or whatever, right? Exactly.
1: Like. But there's also like a second section to it, which is which is what we started doing on from the first album, which is shows me how much we've like grown as a group. Um we'll like f- we will not have done, but we'll feel like we've probably finalized something towards a song like I'll be like, right, these lyrics are done. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I'll take I'll send them off, I'll send them to the boys and stuff like that. And then even even now they'll they'll come back to me and they'll be like, well, maybe we could use this word instead of this word. Like, do you know, like, just knit, oh. little knit, little nitty gritty bits to kind of make everything fit more and form together better. Um, so yeah, and that that happened a lot more in this album. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like oh, we've not we're not even near close to 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 doing our best work yet because we've still not we've still not evolved fully as a band yet to be able to get the best creative juices out of each other just yet i feel like we're just starting to let that flower blossom if if you get what i mean
0: yeah i mean definitely i mean you guys haven't been a you've been a band for five years right but that's not a whole lot of time if you think of you know putting out two albums in an ep like being able to yeah really see i'm sure like E- more so than the first ep you're able to kind of like understand each other without even really saying anything and, and kind of know where everyone's yeah. kind of headed or heads at and yeah like you said i feel like that'll just keep continuing as you move
1: forward 100 100%, 100%, um, let's hope anyway i just yeah. <laughs> let's hope i don't piss someone off really bad dude like, they're, they're out of like please come back yeah, No. <laughs> Um, you said
0: you, this is the first time you recorded in a studio and having these instruments and you know pianos and guitars and all these things kind of at your fingertips. Did did that uh like influence the album at all? Like, were you able to be like, oh, I would have never thought to do this on the album if I wasn't sitting in the studio and you know being oh, able to visually oh, see some of these things?
1: Yeah, one hundred percent, dude, one hundred percent. Because the the bet. The best moments of something like that happening is when it happens. Um, what's the word? Like by accident, basically. Like yeah. so, you could be playing through the demo, and there was one part in one of the songs. I can't remember which one right now, but but I was I was just faffing on a guitar, and Dan put the song on, and you just start playing along to it. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. you might play something that, ev- and ev- it's one of those things you play something, and all of everyone will go. Ooh, that's nice. Like I like that. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's me or someone else doing it, like, and yeah. that's when you know that's when you know, right, we need to zone in on this right now. Um, and yeah, that happens all the time. And like obviously, if you've got no piano there to be able to faff about on, like it's yeah, not you're gonna, not gonna have it, that. Yeah, it's oh. not, it's not gonna happen. Do you know what I mean? But even then, like you can sit there and, and go listen to the demos and you can hear stuff in your head and you don't know like you can hear the melody in your head, but you're not sure like what it's sh- what, whether it's off a guitar or a piano or vocals or something like that. So again, just having everything there, it you know, at the end, at the end of your fingertips, just to just to play with, to, to figure out what's what what this melody sounds the best through, whether it sounds best through someone singing it or through a piano or a synth or a guitar or the bass. So so yeah, I think like having everything right, right, having all those instruments and stuff right there, as well as a a world class producer and all the plugins and in and, and digital software you could imagine. Like yeah, yeah, it affected it affected it massively. Um, but not also that just the people that also have worked on the the album as well. We had two extra um, songwriters work on the album with us, helped with vocal melodies and stuff. Um, which is Philip from Normandy and and Tom from Berry Tomorrow, and oh, they, wow. they, yeah, man, they they again helped helped elevate a lot of a lot of the songs in comparison to the stuff I write to it. Some of the stuff I write is might my, my you know didn't match up for, to to some of the melodies that that Tom wrote for a section. So Tom's section wins. Do you know what I mean? But then we'll cut that section into like a hundred parts and try and mash with mash with the melody to as much as we can, to make it even more of an earworm.
0: That, and you worked with Dan Weller on this one again, right? Yes, sir. And that must've been the, uh, I mean, to work with him the the second time. I mean, obviously you guys did well together the first time, like this time around, was it, did you guys gel even better? Because it was like, Oh, we already kind of know what, what's going on here.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, like like when you work with someone for the first time, there's it doesn't matter how well you feel like you get to know them or how comfortable you get with them. It there's still always like this is on like a professional level kind of thing. Like yeah. do you know what I mean? I can't really go in with my horrible northern English lingo with him, like so you probably won't understand a word I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? Like so, so yeah, the second time around it was just like it was just like a big family dude just like make me making an album. Do you know what I mean? It was dope, man. That's awesome, dude.
0: And you're also doing a big tour. You're coming to the states here again, uh, yes, sir. That's exciting,
1: yeah, man. We uh, so in this is insane to be. I still can't believe I'm telling people this, but yeah, we're on the uh, ten year anniversary tour of the of the hollow bodies album with with Bless the Fall, but it's like main support, which is stupid, mate. do you know what I mean like it's proper stu- <laughs> proper stupid. Well, I've been listening to that band since i was since I was younger, so. So to be, to be doing that toy is, is, is a, is a blessing for us. So yeah, that's in like, um wait, what month is it? Oh, it's next month. Oh my yeah. God. It's next month. Yeah. Yeah. It starts on, starts on the third next month. Yeah, so you guys shit. will
0: be here when the album comes out. Well, you'll be in, I think Minneapolis.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like a weekend like we're in, mm-hmm. yeah, you're totally right. We're in Minneapolis when it comes out. So, so, Again, that's something else that that's going to happen that we've not been through yet. Being away from home when, when such a big release is happening. Yeah. So,
0: do, do you have imagine... any? Are you gonna ch- like because the album's coming out that day? Is it gonna be like a? Do you have any idea? Like, are you gonna change the show up at all, or is it gonna be similar to the set that you have done and just be like
1: the album's out? <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I think yeah, we'll probably end up changing changing the setup. Um, but yeah, I mean, we there's we're not going to do more than misery live, I don't think, until we can get until we can get telly on as well, especially when we're in we're in America. So that because we want him to do his feature live and that, that that'd that be dope. Okay, um, that's cool. But yeah, man, i I just I just plan on having a cheeky smoke and a cheeky beer. And then I'll probably just go to bed, man, because I'll have a show the next day. So <laughs> I'm a boring vocalist. I've got to look after my, th- I've got to look after my voice and go to bed. So I'll just leave all the partying up to, up to them lot. There you go. Well,
0: thank you so much, Matt, for doing this today, man. I appreciate it. No, no, no. I appreciate you giving me your time, dude. It's been, uh, it's been a fun one. Yeah, this has been a blast. I have one more question for you before I let you go. I want to know if you have
1: any the advice for aspiring artists. Yeah, 100% believe in yourself but not also that stay in your own lane man don't worry about what anyone else is doing around you or anything like that don't compete with anyone because it's not competition just stay in your own lane believe in yourself believe in your music and you'll do well